Welcome to the WNCT Podcast Network. Good morning, Eastern North Carolina. Good morning and welcome back to Nine on Your Side Morning Brew. I'm Kelly. I'm Beyonce. I mean, Aaron. I'm Daniel. And we're so glad to have you guys here with us this morning. So today I just wanted to, I guess, start out and ask, like, how did you all know you were going to be working in the um, broadcasting industry? Or when did you know that this is what you wanted to do with your career and your life? I'll go first. Sorry, everyone. I have allergies today. So if you hear sniffles and coughs, you know what? But long story short, growing up in the 90s, <laughs> um, I didn't see too many people that looked like me on TV. You know, there was Oprah, Montel, Al Roker, Brian Gumble, and that was really honestly about it. Um, and any other images that you saw of African-Americans were just not that great. Um, but anyway, and it wasn't until about... 11th grade or senior year in high school where I was kind of like, okay, this is what I want to do. My marketing teacher was like, have you thought about a career in journalism? And I was like, yeah, I guess, you know, whatever. So she set up a, a job shadowing for me at a station back in Roanoke. And from that moment, I was like, I love the chaos. I would say for me, this kind of started back in high school as well. Um, I wanted to go into sports like many young American athletes in general. Um, found that athletics was not going to be my thing, at least professionally. So I found that I knew a lot about sports and I could talk about sports. And then I saw that people got paid to talk about them. So it was like, okay, how do I do that? I got to college and I entered my last semester where I took um, producing the news with Dr. McLaughlin at ECU. Shout out to the Pirates. Um, and then she told me that producing and being in the broadcast industry would be a great way to go. That's awesome. Yeah, for me, it was kind of um, growing up, I knew science was not for me. That's a hard yeah, pass. Oh, math yeah. was not my thing. Yeah, math not was a no. So I was really good at adding and subtracting. But then they threw geometry at me and I said, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> so and for me, I've always been like a really I'm really easy to go along with. I've always loved people. Um, I can make besties with a brick wall. So I just kind of always knew I wanted to do something with communications. However, I really am into celebrity news and gossip. Mm -hmm. So hopefully one day y'all will be listening to me and I will be bringing you guys some form of celebrity entertainment news. Who knows? The future is yet to be written. So. Hey, like you, I'll have you on my talk show and I'll be like, everyone, welcome Kelly Hunter. Julianne just joined us. So Julianne, how did you get started or how did you know that you wanted to be in the broadcast industry? Um, So my path is a little bit different only because I did get into broadcasting originally to go into um, sports reporting. So um, that's kind of where I started. And then a morning position, morning anchor position opened up at my first station. And they asked me to consider that. And um, I did. And I ended up um, moving forward with the job and realized how much I enjoyed doing morning news and getting to have some fun like we did in the sports world. Um, so that's sort of how I, I came down this path originally um, wanting to get into sports. I grew up in Boston, well, the Boston area in Massachusetts. Sports are a way of life there. <laughs> it just brought so much happiness. I loved talking about them, and I've always loved writing, so I sort of started off um, – 
in print journalism and then realized that I also love to talk and <laughs> I enjoy talking to people. So um, got onto the broadcast side that way. I do agree. You have to be a good writer to make it in the broadcasting industry. And so that's something I always excelled at in school too. Math and science, not my subject. But if you had to write a paper, I'm your girl. Listen, grammar, I got you on some grammar. (laughs) I love that. Grammar is very important to me too. It's so important. It bothers me too when people do your instead of you are. That's probably one of my biggest pet peeves. Even in text message too, I'm like, it is you are. Do it correctly, please. Mine is a part versus a part. So many people use the word a part with the A part of connected. Yeah. (laughs) It's connected. One word instead of two. It means the opposite of what they're trying to say. So that's my biggest. Mine is irregardless. Yeah. I cannot. Uh, uh, An irregardless. I will. So, Aaron, I know you're struggling right now because it is allergy season. Yeah. Do you think allergy season this year is it started off pretty strong? I'm not going to lie. The pollen is thick out there. Yeah. I mean, the pollen is like molasses, you know, just <laughs> real thick. Um, you know, this is a yearly struggle for me. Um, majority in the spring, sometimes in the fall. Um, I, I do sound different today. Um, I feel like I'm dying on the inside. <laughs> um, can't breathe through either nostril, barely through my mouth, you know, can't see through my eyes. I'm just a vegetate, vegeta- vegetable right now. Um, I don't know if anyone has any advice on how to handle this besides allergy medicine. Please let me know. That's the story this morning that said diet and exercise plays a big Child, role. Ain't which, nobody no, I know. You, yeah, it that. sounds like simple, like, oh, diet and exercise. But I didn't really think of that as a factor for allergies. I'm just thinking pollen, take allergy medicine. But getting a humidifier, yeah, uh, or an, I'm sorry, an air purifier. Oh, I didn't get that. Can help. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so little things like that that I was actually surprised to yeah. learn, make a difference. Well, actually, I can see why that you would say like um, eating healthy in the gym would work because did y'all know that allergies are the sixth leading cause of chronic illness of in death. the United States? Oh, oh my gosh, Aaron. Because it feels like <laughs> 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 really dark. They have an annual cost of an excess of $18 billion. Yes. That medicine is not cheap. Industry yeah. is it's not cheap. Booming. It is, oh gosh, sorry. It's not easy to get either. And it takes a, a little bit to kick in, right? Right. Yeah. It takes yeah. me like, like I can like start taking a certain medication that starts with a Z. We'll say that. <laughs> um, but it'll take like a like a week for it to get into my system, and then I don't know. It, it, I take the non-drowsy, but somehow it still puts me to sleep. That stuff is strong. It's yeah. no joke. It is no joke. Yeah. And don't don't be um, upset because there are over fifty million Americans that suffer from allergies every year. So you are not alone. Thank We're you. in this together, folks. It's like Michael Jackson. You are not <laughs> alone. Do you know that song? Because last week you didn't know that I SWV don't know that song. song either. Julianne, do you know SWV? Do you know who they are? She's looking at me like I'm crazy, guys. I, I was about to say the fact that's the question. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Next week, we'll be doing a 90s R&B um, listen. Please. A we'll 90s R&B listen? Who would you have on there, playlist-wise? SWV. Um, Give me somebody else. I know. Uh, let me pull out my phone. Okay. <laughs> Maxwell. That's another good one. Do you know who Maxwell is? No. Oh, help Daniel, Jesus. do you know who these people are? Yes, he should. Erica Badu, Escape, Angie Stone, Lauren Hill, um, Patty LaBelle. She's not 90s, but Patty's going to be on there regardless. Anita Baker. 
No, okay. No, no. Listen, oh I grew God. up at the end of the 90s era. I'm a 90s baby. Brian McKnight. Like, <laughs> oh, wait. Julianne knows who this group is. Boys to Men. Yes, everybody knows Literally, Boys she started blushing. I wish y'all could see her right now. She is literally melting in her seat right now. Dead. As you can see her, look, she's frantically laughing. Thank you for that. Yeah, D'Angelo. No, oh my god. I mean, god. like like the painter or the artist? <laughs> That's Michelangelo. Uh, okay. Oh my and god, Kelly. <laughs> you, okay, you already They're see how this is Tony, going, Tony, everybody. Tony, mint condition. Mint condition, okay. yeah. Drew Hill. Mm. Oh my gosh. Okay, Tevin maybe, Campbell. Tevin, oh my gosh. Can we talk? That is my song. Um, <laughs> okay, one more for you. Well, Brandy. Brandy, who's Brandy? No, you did not just say that. Whitney Houston. That's oh, Brandy. I know Whitney Houston. You know who Brandy is? Queen Latifah. That's I my know girl. Queen Latifah. R and B was not my dad's and my mom's vibe, so I didn't. What listen was your to parents' it. vibe? Um, let's see, Goo Goo Dolls, Pink Floyd, um, that kind of music. Why are you I looking at old. Nickelback? Listen, my first concert Look at ever. This photograph. My first <laughs> ever concert was Nickelback, and my parents took me to it, and. It, it was awesome. My first concert was, was a awesome. gospel concert. That makes me feel old. My first concert was <laughs> Santana. So, Ooh, oh, did you guys know wow. Santana? Yes. Okay, okay, Daniel, what was Maria, yours? Maria, Maria. Um, yeah, first concert was, I'd say, the gospel concert to being Praise in God. the church. Um, <laughs> outside of that, it was, uh, who was it? Ooh. Oh, yeah, Daya. Um, so then I wanted to talk about, so I know you have a pet. Um, I don't know if your pet's currently living with you, but oh. do you find that your pets contribute <laughs> to your allergy? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> my, we have shared custody of my pet. Um, <laughs> me and the mother do not get along. No, it's my, my dog is living with my mom back home in Roanoke. Um, allergy wise, no, Foxy is not a contributor to my allergies. It's literally just for me. It's just the pollen. The and pollen. The, it's, it's the pollen for me. Now, Foxy does shed. Um, <laughs> she sheds more than just, I don't know what I can compare it to, but my mom is literally vacuuming the Constantly. house. Now, what about Miss Bella? Yeah, my dog is a baby, so it's a little bit different right now where she's growing her coat out versus losing it. So I have um, had a dog most of my life growing up and all that stuff. And I, I have noticed like I'm a little bit allergic to them. It's still worth it. I'm experiencing right now, I think, uh, minor allergies, but mostly because I just moved here from somewhere else. So getting used uh, to yeah. yeah, getting used to the different, I don't want to say different changes. types of, yeah. It's just different yeah. too. It is. Yeah. It's always different anywhere that you move and yeah. The clouds of pollen What about you, Daniel? Uh, I'm about to say it was mainly the pollen. Um, it wasn't something I dealt with always. It's just something that developed in recent years. Um, uh, so it's like if somebody wants to deal with the pollen allergies just so you can call out of work and school, oh. I just hit my line. Like, come on. Uh, we don't recommend, guys. Stay I'm just kidding. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. I was about to say, if you take me literally on that one, don't. I mean, last week you gave them your whole dating profile. I mean, who's to say what they believe these days? Outside of the pollen, though, um, no major allergies, um, no food allergies, no pet allergies. You should listen to us now. We we you remember growing up in school, there was that one kid that was allergic to everything. Yeah, and you would kid. always look at that kid and be like, "Why? What's wrong with you?" Yeah. And to hear us talking about our allergies, I'm like, "We are that kid." 
<laughs> no, there's always that one kid who ruined it, and somebody's mom would bake like brownies for everybody. Oh my gosh, and because yes. they had nuts in them, we either all couldn't have them, or you had to wait until the end of the day because you didn't want to make that one kid feel left yes. out. Charles. <laughs> that was awful. You yeah. know who you are, Charles. Yeah. Or your mom had to like go to the teacher and ask for like a specific list of ingredients that like can't be in there when Lexi, she brings she in a bake one. sale. Charles and Lexi. I feel like you're like Taylor Swift right now, naming her exes. Yeah. <laughs> Charles and Lexi, you Dropping all names. know I wanted those cookies that day. But no, you all had to be having nut allergies. But whatever. Aaron Dean, 10 years later, and we still hold a grudge. 20. Oh, 20. <laughs> this, was, this was, yeah. Oh, all right. Well... Um, kind of going back to how you guys got into this career path, I want to know, is there somebody that inspired you specifically that really made you know this is the path for me or I want to be just like them when I grow up? Yes. Uh, Aaron, good. It was Oprah. It was Oprah? <laughs> I think like a lot of people, but I think um, for me, it was, I, I like seeing um, the benefits of hard work. And I think when you look at her story, like her personal life and her professional life, what she has now, she's worked for. Mm-hmm. Like, she's worked for it. It like, wasn't handed to her. Nothing was handed to her. I mean, she fought a lot of adversity. And to just see her continuously push for the things that she wanted um, for herself and her life is inspiring. Yeah. Awesome. How about you guys? All right. Um, for me, it might be a very popular name. Everybody knows Stephen A. Smith. And the reason why I say Stephen A. Smith is because his way to the top, being the most renowned sports announcer, sports commentator, um, is unlike any other. Just like Aaron was talking about the hard work and the perseverance um, to get to where you want to be. Like Stephen A. Smith had to do that. He was writing for the Philadelphia Inquirer. He said he got to interview Allen Iverson and stuff like that, but he started with a lot of writing. He put himself out there and just, he did a lot of sports journalism, writing radio for free because he wanted to get to the top. And it's the whole thing is just, you don't have to be an athlete to get to the top of the sports broadcasting industry. And I Mm -hmm. think his story really inspired me. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, one of the names for me that certainly stands out um, because she carved a path for a lot of women, uh, Erin Andrews, and that's one that you're going to hear a lot in in the female sports world. She was one of the first to really get into sideline reporting and do it on a national stage like she has. And I I think she continues to do a great job of, you know, letting the haters roll off her back and just continuing to, you know, dig deep into what she loves. She grew up loving sports. I grew up loving sports. And she, yeah, you're so cute. (laughs) I just, I'm really big on if you want something, go after it, go get it. And, you know, she carved a path that wasn't really there before. And I think that's a huge thing. Like, be the first. Go ahead and go out and do it. So, yeah, I definitely think she was a, a big inspiration. Yeah. yeah. She's yeah, a boss. She, she definitely was a trailblazer in that regard. Yes, thank you. Um, good word. Thank you, you know. Listen, I was coming in the dictionary this weekend. I got you with some big words. And we have an announcement from Mr. Aaron Deed himself. Aaron, what would you like our listeners to know? Oh, you said it's so perky because um, it is good news, but it it's, it's bittersweet news. It is good news. It's exciting. Um, well, I am leaving Not On Your Side. 
um, I have a little thing I wrote up for you guys. Well, guys, it's been a great two years telling the stories that matter to each one of you, whether you watch them on the weekends, during the evenings or at night, and now in the mornings and even listening to us here on this podcast. Um, I've literally worked every shift in this building and I can't thank you all enough for tuning in. So um, starting the week of April 19th, I will be heading to Youngstown, Ohio to be the new primary evening anchor for our sister station, WYTV. I never thought this little boy from Virginia would end up in Ohio. Okay, child. Um, <laughs> but just like I didn't think that I would end up here in East North Carolina, um, my coworkers and the viewers, you all have made it worth every moment. Now, even though I'm signing off from Not On Your Side and in Morning Brew as well, um, we still have social media to keep us all connected. Um, these two years have definitely been a roller coaster, guys. Locally, statewide, nationally, them headlines have been crazy. But guess what? We did it together um, to our management, to those who have allowed us to, to blabber on to you guys. Um, thank you so much. And to you all listening at home. Thank you. I appreciate every morning, afternoon and evening we've spent together. And I'm so grateful for your support. Yeah, Aaron, you will for sure be missed. And we want to wish you a best of luck out in Ohio. We know you're going to do great things and we can't wait to thank watch you. you from afar. You'll always be a part of the nine, use, uh, nine on your side family, oh. no matter what. But like you said, Kelly said, you will be missed. Yeah. You always you. have a place to stay and you come to visit. Ew. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> yes, I'll visit. But yes, love you guys. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in and listening with us. We look forward to bringing you another entertaining and insightful podcast next Thursday at 9 a.m. So please be sure to tune in to the Nine on Your Side Morning Brew. Have Thanks a great for tuning day. in to our chaos. Bye, y'all. Nine on Your Side out. Yeah.